Hey guys, thank you for coming back to the Walls World Podcast. Um, tonight's episode, or today's episode, is going to get pretty dark. Um, I'm going to talk about something that happened to me and my family 15 years ago. That the anniversary comes up on Thursday. Um, I'm going to talk about what happened this past weekend. What happened t- today. Um, the aftermath of what happened this past weekend, I'll get on top of that. And I'm going to try and make y'all laugh at the end of this, so just bear with me. Um, I want to send my condolences to Gilbert Godfrey's family and his children and his wife. Um, I want to send my condolences to Dwayne Haskins' family as well. Um... Dwayne was 24 years old. Gilbert Godfrey was in his 60s. He was battling an illness that eventually took him from us. And now he's not sick anymore. Now he's not hurting anymore. You know, that sort of stuff. But Dwayne was 24. Almost about to be 25 in a couple weeks. And the news broke while I was at my nephew's soccer game. And Adam Schefter did something really stupid that he is a, that he has apologized since he did it. But the fact that he did it it, it was the dumbest shit I've ever heard. He the way he worded his announcement about Dwayne passing away was stupid, was idiotic. And it should have never gotten past, you know, him. He he should know better. He like the whole thing about him, and he should know better, and blah 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 blah. Joe Brent is a, some ninety-year-old man who's covered the league for decades and decades and decades. Worked for the Cowboys for decades. What he said was idiot too, but I can see where people come from with him having old age and that sort of thing. Um, talking about how he sh- if he was in college more, he wouldn't have been jogging on the side of the highway. We don't know why he was on the highway. We don't know what caused him to be on the highway. Did his car break down? Did he run out of gas? No one knows until they look at the car that he had and figure out what was going on with it. Now, all that being said, it's leading towards what I'm about to talk about. And when I was 12 years old, I was in the seventh grade in middle school. And this is on a Saturday. This is April 14th. This was on a Saturday in 2007. I woke up like at the end of the day. I went to go turn my TV on and my grandparents walked in my room. And they're like, we need to have a talk with you. And I, here I am thinking, am I in trouble? Did I do something wrong? That sort of thing. And 
My Mimi sat down next to me and goes, Honey, your dad passed away this morning. Just the my the my thought from me at that age was she was lying. I didn't want to believe her. I didn't I didn't believe her at all. Because I thought she was lying through her teeth. And then my cousin called me and was like, Are you okay? And I didn't really know what the hell was going on. Like I didn't it didn't register in my head what was going on. I I thought it was a I thought it was a prank. I thought it didn't happen. I thought it wasn't true until they went and got my brother, who was who was living with my mom at the time. And the first person I called was my uncle. My uncle was was having a guys' night with the, with our cousin Steve, who was in the Air Force at the time. And I called him up. He goes, "What's up, buddy?" And I told him. He was like, "Are you for real?" And I told him, "I I think so." And he goes, let me talk to Mimi Papa. So I handed over the phone. I go to my room. I don't say a word for three hours until my brother gets there. I'm just sitting in the corner, just like with my head down. With I think I'm going to hoodie up, but I don't remember. And I couldn't think what was going to happen. I had lost my father. At that time, I was getting bullied for my speech, my hearing, that sort of stuff, which I was used to because I got bullied my entire life because of that. But this added on a whole different thing that, that could possibly happen. And I... At the time, I thought I was going to get picked on for everything. I sent a text message out to my buddies who I went to school with, and I told them what happened. They immediately called me and made sure I was okay, made sure that, you know, I wasn't having bad thoughts or whatever. And... I kind of was, but then I wasn't, because I kind of knew what my dad was doing at the time, which involved drugs, him drinking a lot, him having a really, really bad immune system since he was a kid, which caused me to, to get sick of the baby, which caused me to lose my hearing, but I don't blame him for that. That, what I have with the baby made me, made me who I was. It made me who I am. But his immune system was so shot from all the illnesses he had growing up. And then living his adult life. And he would get sick so easily. And 
if me and my brother would have gotten sick from something at school, we wouldn't be we weren't allowed to be around my dad until we were like one hundred percent better. Because if my dad got if my dad would gotten sick, it would take my dad maybe a week, two weeks to get over what we had. And that that plus all this stupid shit he did and I remember when I was about 10 or 11 this is right before he passed away he he standing at this, this I'm not gonna talk about it he was standing at one of his friend's house and it was weird. Like it was the whole time I was over there it was weird and everything. And there's no telling why he was over there. He never told me, he never explained it to me. I just thought he was one of my dad's friends. That's all I thought. And I always think that. But something always something's always been telling me that my dad had another side to him that he didn't show to me and my brothers. Or Eric, mainly. We... So, I didn't talk to my dad for almost a year. Because of the whole... He could he got sick when I was in fourth grade. And this is right after my mom had, had cancer and beat it. And then he gets really sick. And I would go home when I was living with him and I wouldn't have anything to eat. I wouldn't have clean clothes to wear. I wouldn't have this. I wouldn't have that. So I called my called my grandparents and I said can I come stay with you all tonight? And can I come bring some clothes over and have Mimi wash them for me? I did that probably once a week, if not twice a week. And I would go over there every weekend. Because I knew that if I was over there, I was getting fed. Because I knew my dad wasn't able to take care of me. Now, I could have went with my mom, but I didn't really want to, and I and the reason why is because she she was the the word the word I was living at that time was kind of packed already, and I didn't want to move in with all of them at once, and so I would go to my mini and papa's. And then it got, I would go over there every night. And they would take me home every night. And that happened for about two weeks. Until my grandparents had a conversation when I wasn't there one night. Because I got to go to my, my cousin's house for the weekend. And they talked to my dad. And they're like, Jacob's moving with us. We're going to take care of him, and that was it. 
my grandparents raised me from when I was 10 years old until I was 18, 19 years old. Almost half my life because my dad couldn't do it anymore. And my mom was was just getting over cancer and I don't think she would have enough, she was gonna have enough energy to go to all the meetings I had to go through, go, you know, all that sort of stuff that involved me going to school. My dad was, my dad did his best, I think, to help raise me and to be a part of me and Eric's lives. But I think the second I moved out is the second he became a whole different person that I don't, I never knew. And I just feel, I just hope that, you know, if he if he's able to listen to this, that I love him and I miss him dearly. I wish he was I wish he was still alive to meet his grandsons, his granddaughters. He has five of them. The and to meet my friend, to meet Eric's friends, to be able to watch this graduate from high school. What's really what's really hard on me now is me going to all my buddies' weddings. And I've been to a couple of them where they, they take pictures with their parents and stuff. And part of me is like, I'll never get to have my whole family in my picture because they're already gone. I have some people, some of my family in my pictures, but the one person I wish was there was my dad. Because I, because I wanted him to be part of my life. I wanted him to Go to games with us. Go to this. Go to that. Go to this. Go to that with us. And he barely even did that. He would come get me every couple every couple months when I moved out, and take me to take me to dinner, to take me to to speed zone or whatever. And I I just feel like he gave up. Because he, he couldn't do it anymore. And Thursday is 15 years since he passed away. It's, you know, it's mind-boggling that he's been gone most of my life already. Now, when I was 24, Four twenty-five. That was going to the halfway point of when he passed away, and when I was getting older and older and older. My dad would have been sixty-three this year. I think sixty-four. He would have been sixty-four. No, he would have been sixty. I can't do math. He would have been sixty this year. That's crazy. My dad was 44 when he passed away. It just, it just, that just tells you that 
that, you know, you have to take care of yourself. You have to try to be there for your family. Try to be there for each other. Try to be there for whoever. Whoever needs you, be there for them. In return, you hope they're there for you when you need them. Now, I've gotten bad about contacting my, my papa, and I'm going to work on that. Contacting my uncle, talk to him more. It's, I think it's because I haven't talked to him for a while because I'm by my own, and I feel like, and I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but I feel like I have freedom now. And I have this lovely, this lovely girl named Antiana that is mine. She, she's made me a better person. She's made me happier. She's, you know, she's brought joy to my life that I never thought I, I would find. And the kicker of all this is all my friends that met her so far have liked her. They want to spend more time with her. They want to get to know her better. And that right there makes me, makes me feel like, you know, I'm going to be with her for a long, long time. Because she wants to do, she wants to do stuff that I like. We go to stuff that she likes. We, it's always about, you know, and I met her friends too. Her friends are awesome. One of my favorite, one of, one of her best friends in Cassidy. Who has the same last name as me. Who is funny as hell. And I can't wait to spend more time with her friends. Get to know them better. And maybe go to high school game. Go to the Dip and Ryan game with her. Take her to a cat and milk game. I want to see her face when she goes from a 6A high school football stadium to a little 3A high school football stadium in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's the same game, but it's a small, small school. And now they're about to build a brand new two-story. From the pictures I've seen, Caddo's getting a, a really nice high school. And hopefully they let alumni tour it, because that'd be cool. But... I can't wait to do more things with her. I'm going to Houston for my birthday again this year. I went when I was 13, 14, I don't remember, with my mom. And I got to see one of the craziest knockouts in UFC history that night. I just wish that my dad was still alive to see all this stuff, to be around people, to be around me, to be around his sons. To be around Eric. To be around Peyton. Him and my dad would be like best friends. And my dad does have another kid. Another son named James. Who is a lot older than me. And Eric. Who... 
never really had a hip brother until he was in his mid-twenties, if not thirties. And I wish I could go back in time and fix everything. I wish I could go back in time and fix their relationship so that I could be involved in his kid's life more. But I'm not. And that's like the worst part about being an uncle is not being, a, being able to be part of your nieces and nephews' lives. Because I loved his kids as much as their ex. It's just, it hurts me knowing that I'm not able to go over there and see them. Yeah, I can, but their dad never talks to me. So, I don't know what to do. And I just feel like if my dad was still alive, that relationship would have been, would have been, would have maybe be saved. So that way we can be a part of their lives. But, he's not, and that's not, and... There's nothing I can do about it. I... I don't know what to do. I honestly don't know what to say anymore because... The last time I saw James' kids was three years ago. It's not two and a half years ago. I remember going to his, his house in Louisville, spending the entire day with him. And Maddie and RJ look just like twins. One boy, one girl, but they're about a year and a half difference. And it's just mind-boggling that they look so like, they look like him. Haley on her hand looks just like a mother. And not being able to watch them grow up hurts a lot. I just wish I could have, I could see them more. That's all I want. But I feel like if my brother's not going to try to get in touch with me and talk to me more, then I'm done. And it took me a while to realize that because I can't do everything by myself. The only one who wants to be part of my life is Eric. And... So him, his boys are my number one concern. His boys mean the world to me. I'm taking Taylor to a Stars game in a couple weeks. That's our thing. Go watch hockey players fight. <laughs> I just wish my dad was allowed to see them go up. That's all I want. That's all I wish was, was, come, was true. But... Hopefully, he has a big-ass TV in heaven somewhere watching all of us. And he's listening to me talk as I'm talking about him right now. Hopefully, I'll get to see him again. See him again and tell him everything we did. Tell him about his grandkids. Tell him about this. Tell him about that. Who knows? We'll see. Stars is just gonna f and suck. And I I'm probably gonna be down the whole day. I hope I'm not. But I know how these days are. 
because I've been through 14 of these already. And it just, it hurts to go through it every year. And they say it gets, it gets easier and easier when you get older. Sometimes it's true, sometimes it's not. Because you can't, you have to remember that pain every year, the year, the day, everything. My dad's tattoo is the only tattoo I have so far. Now I'm working on getting, you know, maybe a half sleeve done, both arms, my back. I'm sorry for making everybody feel sad and all this nonsense. But I just feel like I just need to talk about that. And... I just wish he wasn't doing the drugs that he was doing. And I saw how bad it, it affected him. I see now how bad it affects other people. Like this morning. I was stocking beer at a racetrack this morning. The first store we had this morning. And there was a lady who... She she was on something. We don't know what it was. We're, we're speculating it was crack. Now, the reason why I say that is because she was on a bike. And the whole time she was on the bike, she's fighting herself. She's calling herself a big cusper in the book. She's tearing herself in the head. She's, you know, doing these bad things to herself. Now, at the time, I was laughing at it because I thought it was funny. But when I think about it, you know, she was, she's sick. Like, she needed help. And I just wish people would be able to, to help, get her help. And maybe show her a greener life and a safer life so she doesn't have to go through that anymore. But it was funny to me and the guys this morning because, the, because of what she was doing. She was cussing. She was yelling. And... There's... The stuff she was saying was pretty hilarious. She was like talking shit to herself, calling herself a bitch. Saying that, bitch, I'll fight you. I'll if you up, bitch. Don't ever touch me, bitch. That, it was like that every fucking day. Every, every other word was like that. And... So I'm just... Like, we're just laughing our asses off because we didn't know what the hell she was doing. She was begging for money outside of the door. She she had just rode on the bike to the store. And every five feet, she would stop, get off the bike, and start hitting herself in the head. Like... That's, that's fucking horrible. To, to think that people do that, you know, and then they let themselves go, and they're homeless, and they're, they're, 
get scraps of food and this and that. It's just, it's mind-boggling to me because I know that if my if my grandparents did take me in, I would have ended up like that. I would have ended up somewhere with no, with no roof over my head, with no job, no car, no friends. But I'm thankful that my grandparents took me in. And maybe this lady will be able to find people to help her. But who fucking knows, man? Like, she could tell the people helping her to go fuck all, go fuck yourself. Maybe she doesn't want help. And if she does, tough, tough kitty. Because there's nothing you can do. She was doing shit. She was cussing. She was talking mad about everybody. Telling everybody to go bleep yourself. Now, when she was saying that, I started laughing because I knew she couldn't do shit to me. Or to, or to the guys we're with today. We were laughing our asses out because we could smell the crack. The way Hunter explained it was, it smells like paint thinner. And when I could smell it, because I know what paint thinner smells like, when I smelt the, the, the scent of it, we think this lady was doing it in the bathroom. At a racetrack with a dude. She's over twitching and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? The way that drugs affect you, drugs do this and do that, and you know, we see people do hard ass shit and then go server for a year and then, bam, their life's back to normal. They're they're healthier. They don't need that shit anymore because they have a really good people around them that helps them kick that shit to the curb and I hope that's what happens that's what happens to this lady and to everybody who you know has who goes through that shit on a daily basis now it's their fault that they go through that but I feel like if someone was able to help them and show them, hey, you don't need this shit anymore, you don't, let's go do this, let's go do that, to help you, so, to help you get better, but some people don't want help, some people say, don't need it, don't think they need it, blah, 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 that's why I think having my dad, I think my dad was... Was in a really bad spot when I moved out. Got back on drugs. Got. Became more and more of an alcoholic. And. His immune system. His. Apparently he had like two heart attacks. Before he died. And. I think that his body. Just gave out. When I was 12.
And if that happened, then I don't know. Because his demeanor was shot. And if he was still alive today and he still had the immune system, oh, he would have gotten COVID so quick. I just wish that, you know, he had taken care, better care of himself and that he was still here. I know tonight I didn't want to talk about sports. I didn't want to talk about movies or anything like that. There was just some stuff that was I need to talk about and that's it. I don't have a song a week tonight. I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking about that. But if I do have one, it's I Wish You Were Still Here by Coach Wendell. Let me make sure I say the, the name right. Oh, it's You Should Be Here by Coach Wendell. And I'll put it in the, the description so y'all can go listen to it. I just wish that my dad was still here. That's all I wish. But I kind of have a feeling I have a little guardian angel watching over me right now. And it's like listening to this while I'm talking. And I just love him and I miss him. And I love my Mimi and my, Mimi and my Nana and my Grandpa. And my Uncle Rusty. My message to y'all tonight is, and I'm going to do this too this next week, is call your family and tell them you love them because you never know what's going to happen. It could go so quick. I never got to think about it, my dad. I never got to say goodbye to my grandpa or my nana. Or my Mimi for that matter. Because I wasn't there when they passed away. I don't think if I was able to be there with my dad, I wouldn't be alive. I wouldn't have been able to be in a room with him. Because the way all the shit I did on the baby and went through. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me vent tonight. And I hope that, you know, next week's episode, I will have a guest. I'm working on it. I will make it funnier next week. Depends on who I have. That's going to tell me how many cuss words is going to be in, in next week's episode. Now, there was a couple tonight, and I'm sorry, but again, that's how I had to explain what my dad did. Um, I hope everyone has a great week. I'm going to welcome me having a great week. And hopefully, I have, a, I have a guest lined up by Monday, if not this weekend. And I may do another episode on Thursday. Just to just to make myself laugh 
going to be watching a lot of funny shit tonight, tomorrow. To make me laugh, to make me feel better. Because if I laugh, then all the bad, negative stuff goes away. I don't really think about it. Until I'm by myself and I start thinking about the the stuff that happened. Now I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to do that, but it just it happens so quick. And, you know, I'm about to be going to a, a couple weddings within the next year or so. Those are going to be fun. I'm going to think about that. I'm going to think about positive stuff. All this negative nonsense, I want it out of my life. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need help keeping it out of my life. And Antiana helps me with that. So does Dylan, so does Daquan, so does Chris. So the the wives, Chris doesn't have a wife anymore. Um, and that 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 was his choice, but he does shit that makes me laugh my ass off, that no one else does, and it just makes me lose my shit. Cause all of them are funny as hell. I'm funny. We fall asleep while we're drunk as shit. He falls asleep on a fucking patio. I'll get them down on Thursday. I'm going to write down stories about Thursday. I'm going to come, come back Thursday and record on Thursday night while I'm watching the Stars game. Or maybe the Ranger game. Do that tonight because they're both playing in about 15 to 45 minutes. I'm going to go eat some pizza, watch some sports, and... Try to make my my day and my night better, cause tomorrow's gonna be a shit show. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Volleyball Podcast, and this is the only episode four. I hope that you know episode five, episode six, it's gonna get longer, it's gonna get better, it's gonna get funnier. I knew I said in the in the intro I was gonna try to make a laugh. I failed. If I did. A little bit. Talking about the crack lady. I hope I made you laugh. And I hope that, you know, throughout the day, y'all send me, start sending me funny shit to read. Start sending me funny shit to watch. On TikTok, on Facebook, whatever. If you have a way to get, get it to me, get to me so I can watch it, so I can make you laugh. So I can jot down what I want to talk about on Thursday. If you have funny stories, tell me. I want to make, I want to talk about funny shit on Thursday to get my mind off the what that day is. I will I will say this. My dad was a prankster. My dad would make people laugh, make people think about. Stupid shit. He would always try to get me, me and my brother, to come wipe it. But I said, "Hell no!" And so Eric, he would beg us. We're like, "Well, I told you, nasty ass." <laughs> and he would try to push us and push us and push us 
to to do it. And we're like, hell no. My dad was my dad was doing stupid shit like that all the time. And that's what I miss about him not being alive anymore. The one but what's really sad is is I don't remember his voice. The only time I can hear it is when Eric gets really angry and goes to my dad's voice. And when he does, I, it's like I'm having flashbacks of what happened when I was a kid from my dad yelling at him or me or both of us. For being idiots. For doing stupid shit. Like Eric trying to get him killed by a fucking van. My grandparents have it on video of my brother trying to... Trying... I don't think he was trying to. But he was about five. Five, maybe six or seven. Because I was about one. One or two. And my dad and Eric were throwing catch. And... He, in the video, you can see him look to the left and see a van coming. I don't know if he did it on purpose, but the way he threw the ball was like he was trying to get my dad killed. But I don't want to say that because the way he, my dad should have fucking caught the shit. Should have caught the fucking ball. Should have made it where it didn't go past him, but he didn't. Eric was, Eric was just laughing the entire time. That that made me laugh because I got to, I watched the video for the first time when I was like maybe eleven or twelve because I found them like I found my grandparents' VHS tips when I was a baby when I was growing up for my dad and it's like. What the hell? And so, you know, thinking about that, it's make me laugh, make me giggle, because Eric wasn't trying to. It just, the way the camera catches it made it seem like he was, but I don't think he was. Did he get in trouble? Probably. <laughs> but... My dad was a prankster. My dad would, you know, do all kinds of shit to us. And... <sighs> and I just hope that, you know, he's watching over us now. And is watching over us and me and Eric as we grow up. Eric's a father now. The two young boys. One of the freshmen in high school. That's fucking mind blowing. Taylor should not be 16 years old, damn it. But he is. Which scares the living shit out of me. Because if he's 16 and the little one's 8, the little one's gonna be a fucking giant. He's gonna shoot up like that. Because Taylor was. Taylor was a was bigger when he was Peyton's age, 
but not quite. So I think that Paige is going to have a couple of growth spurts from now to his 16. And it's, it's all of this is, is why, and I know I keep repeating myself, and I'm sorry, is I wish my dad was there to see all this. Cause he would get a kick out of Peyton. He would get a kick out of Pe- uh, Taylor. He would have he would have went to every Taylor's games and you know he only tried to do better than what he did with us. But I hope he would, cause I would push I would force him to go do more shit with us. And I was just trying to get him off off of everything. But that's it. I'm done. Thank you again for listening. If you made it this far, come back on Thursday or Friday. I will make you laugh, I promise. See me funny shit for me, for me to watch. I'll go watch TikTok. YouTube, whatever I can get my hands on to make me laugh. Um, so, this is how I'm going to wrap it up. Um, thank you for listening, and go call your loved ones, tell them you love them, and just be part of their lives as they are part of yours. And this, this is me signing off. I'll see you all next week or on Thursday. And good night, everybody.